We lived in a little rented house in Iowa. I liked our little rented house, but Lynn always told me I would love our very own house. Then we could get a dog, a cat, and a parakeet. Lynn looked at me expectantly. I said, doesn't money belong in a bank? They don't trust the bank. Do you want to count it? She handed me the envelope, and I took the money in my hands. It felt damp and cool. One, two, three. I counted to eleven. Eleven hundred dollar bills. I wasn't sure what to think. I found a dollar once in a parking lot. I bought a lot of stuff with that. With eleven hundred dollars, it seemed you could buy anything. I hope our house is painted sky blue, I said. It will be. She put the money back. They think it's hidden, but I saw Mom take it out. Our parents owned a small Oriental Foods grocery store. Unfortunately, there were hardly any Oriental people in Iowa, and the store went out of business shortly after Lynn and I first counted the money under the refrigerator. My father's brother, my uncle Katsuhisa, worked in a poultry hatchery in Georgia. He said he could get my father a job at the hatchery, and he said he could get my mother a job working in a poultry processing factory. A few weeks after the store went out of business, my father decided to take us down to Georgia to join the poultry industry. So we owed Uncle Katsuhisa a big favor for helping us. Katsu means triumph in Japanese. For some reason, I always thought triumph and trumpet were the same thing, and I thought of my uncle as a trumpet. Lin said Uncle Katsuhisa was an odd fish. He was as loud as my father was quiet. Even when he wasn't talking, he made a lot of noise, clearing his throat and sniffing and tapping his fingers. Sometimes, for no reason that I could see, he would suddenly stand up and clap his hands together really loudly. After he got everyone's attention, he would just sit down again. He even made noise when he was thinking. When he was deep in thought, he had a way of turning his ears inside out so they looked kind of deformed. The ears would make a popping sound when they came undone. Lynn said you could hear him thinking, pop, pop. A button-like scar marked one side of Uncle Katsuhisa's nose. The story was that when he was a boy in Japan, he was attacked by giant crows, one of which tried to steal his nose. He, my father, and my mother were kibei, which meant they were born in the United States, but were sent to Japan for their education. The crows of Japan are famous for being mean. Anyway, that was the story Lin told me. It was a sweltering day when Uncle Katsuhisa arrived in Iowa to help us move to Georgia. We all ran outside when we heard his truck on our lonely road. His truck jerked and sputtered and was generally as noisy as he was. My mother said, Will that truck make it all the way to Georgia? My father hit his chest with his fist. That's what he did whenever he wanted to say definitely. He added, He's my brother. Our father was solid and tall, six feet, and our mother was delicate and tiny, four feet ten. As tiny as she was, she scared us when she got mad. Her soft face turned hard and glass-like, as if it could break into pieces if something hit it. As my parents watched Uncle's truck, my father reached both of his arms around my mother, enveloping her. He stood with her like that a lot, as if protecting her. 
But his being your brother has nothing to do with whether the truck will make it all the way to Georgia, my mother said. My father said, if my brother says it will make it, then it will make it. He didn't seem to have a doubt in the world. His brother was four years older than he was. Maybe he trusted Uncle Katsuhisa the way I trusted Lin. Lin whispered to me, Frankly, I wonder whether the truck will make it all the way up the road to our house, let alone to Georgia. Frankly was her favorite word that week. Our mother looked at us suspiciously. She didn't like it when we whispered. She thought that meant we were gossiping, and she was against gossiping. She focused on me. She was trying to read my mind. Lynn said whenever our mother did that, I should try to think nonsense words in my head. I thought to myself, elephant, cow, moo, coo, do, elephant. My mother turned back around to watch the truck. When the truck finally rumbled up, Uncle Katsuhisa jumped out and immediately ran toward Lin and me. I stepped back, but he swooped me up in his arms and shouted, My little Palomino ponies, that's what you are. He twirled me around until I felt dizzy. Then he set me down and picked up Lin and twirled her around and said, My little Wurfigard. He set Lin down and hugged my father hard. He hugged my mother delicately. While Uncle hugged my mother, she turned her face away a bit as if his loudness made her feel faint. It was hard to see how my father and Uncle Katsuhisa could be related. My father was mild, like the sea on a windless day with an unruffled surface and little variation. He was as hard as the wall in our bedroom. Just to prove how strong he was, he used to let us hit him in the stomach as hard as we could. Some days we would sneak up on him and punch him in the stomach, and he never even noticed. We would sneak away while he kept listening to the radio as if nothing had happened. My father liked to think. Sometimes Lynn and I would peek at him as he sat at the kitchen table, thinking. His hands would be folded on the table, and he would be frowning at nothing. Sometimes he would nod, but only slightly. I knew I would never be a thinker like my father because I couldn't sit that still. Lynn said he thought so much that sometimes weeks or even months passed before he made a decision. Once he decided something, though, he never changed his mind. He'd thought many weeks before deciding to move us to Georgia. By the time he decided, there was only $600 in cash left in the envelope under the refrigerator. The night Uncle Katsuisa arrived in Iowa, he left the dinner table early so he could go out and take a walk and maybe talk to himself. After the front door closed, my mother said that Uncle Katsuisa was the opposite of my father, in that he didn't look before he leapt, didn't think at all before he made decisions. She lowered her voice and said, That's why he married that woman, meaning his first wife. Strictly speaking, Mom was gossiping, but who was going to tell her? We all sat silently. My father and uncle were different in other ways. Uncle Katsuisa liked to talk to anyone, even to himself. My father didn't like to talk except to my mother. He preferred to read the newspaper. My uncle, on the other hand, never read the paper. He did not give a hoot what President Eisenhower had to say. My uncle was exactly one inch taller than my father, but his stomach was soft. We knew this because we hit him in it once the year before, and he yelped in pain and threatened to spank us. 
We got sent to bed without supper because my parents said hitting someone was the worst thing you could do. Stealing was second, and lying was third. Before I was twelve, I would have committed all three of those crimes.